Now, we come here right at the start to an extremely important principle, which is the different points of view you get when you change your level of magnification. That is to say, you can look at something with a microscope and see it a certain way. You can look at it with a naked eye and see it in a certain way. You look at it with a telescope and you see it in another way. Now, which level of magnification is the correct one? Well, obviously, uh, they're all correct, but they're just different points of view. You can, for example, look at a newspaper photograph under a magnifying glass, and where with the naked eye you will see a human face, with a magnifying glass you will just see a profusion of dots, rather meaninglessly scattered. But as you stand away from that connection of dots, which all seem to be separate and apart from each other, they suddenly arrange themselves into a pattern. And you see that uh, these individual dots add up to some kind of sense. Now you'll see at once from this illustration that maybe you, when you take a myopic view of yourself, as most of us do, but you may add up to some kind of sense that is not apparent to you in your ordinary consciousness. see this test we can ask this on we probably never do the pay route right probably not no I, you listen to podcasts where they do patreon type stuff where yes and they like if you pay you get extra content yeah guys because we're seeing this now like yeah. episode 50 we're gonna be like donate to our patreon donate, can you read this content donate. <laughs> guys if you want to know what i think about jurassic world the fallen kingdom you gotta sign in this book has won a lot of awards. This book has gotten good reviews. This book has a dragon on the cover. <laughs> this book is this many pages. Exactly. This book is a book. When the prize is $100,000. So, in addition to... buy a lot of Chipotle burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the exact math, but enough a to keep me happy for a couple days a at least. A huge concern to most drag queens. <laughs> How many burritos can I buy with this? <laughs> you know, she's not that kind of queen, and she wrote this. No one is born kind. It takes work. That work requires thought, intention, and sometimes it means not indulging in everything you feel. Um, what was I gonna say? Did you know? Speaking of the Mario Brothers show, you know they're making a Mario Brothers right now, working on a animated Mario Brothers movie. Really? By this, the, it's the company uh, called Illumination Studios who does the Despicable Me movies oh, cool. and Minions and Sing. I didn't see Sing, but the I singing animals. That's cool. I'm totally down, right? We live in a golden age. It's a golden age. Oh. Oh man. Oh. Your tea bag. Do you need a spoon? I'll get it for you. If only I had a small purple yeah, is it around? I would love to use that little. I would love to use that small purple spoon. Thank you, and I'll fish this out. <laughs> well, I'm jumping this out. You want to do the thing? Oh, <laughs> wait! Did you select the microphone this time? I think I did. Yeah, okay. yeah I totally did. All right. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the same team, y'all podcast, where me Tess and me Eric, <laughs> we talk about. Stuff that we love. Mm -hmm. We tell heartwarming, 
or less than heartwarming tales from the library. I have a feeling today it's going to be less than heartwarming, but that's okay. Mixed tales from the library. Yeah. Um, uh, but with with uh, good fun intentions, of <laughs> course, and we share life lessons that we've learned. Um, and all of this, why do we do all of this? Because we want to make the world a better place by uh, uh, sharing, you know, positive discourse and hey. <laughs> and encouraging hey. others to to share things that they love and tell fun stories and 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 learn life lessons. Wait, that's why you've been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> why have you been doing it, Eric? Well, no, that's why I've been doing it, have too. Have you just been coming over here for the tea? <laughs> the whole time I've been drinking delicious tea. Hey, actually, we are seeking to uh, bring about a second era of good feelings. Let's clink on Let's it. Let's clink on Tess. it. You know what, Tess? Uh, here, these are for you. Because you don't do the intro too often. I don't. So sorry I, don't. I put you I on usually, the spot. I usually leave it to you. Yeah, I, well, you know, that's okay. You did a phenomenal job. I love it. I love Thank it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, before we... Um, so, any uh, new listeners, welcome. Yes, welcome. L- legacy listeners. Welcome to you as well. Welcome to you as well. <laughs> I had a quick question before we jumped into Stuff We're Loving, though. What's that? Uh, well, actually, I think it was Amanda that had this question about Bang Bangs. Oh, yeah. You remember this? So, <laughs> a few episodes ago, we were talking. Tess told me about this idea of a bang bang. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this when we were sharing fat stories? It was when we were sharing our our fat stories, our Hashtag. personal fat stories. Hashtag fat stories. It was, uh, so, the, the a bang bang, you told me, is when you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. order a full-on meal, yeah. eat that meal, mm-hmm. and then walk out of that restaurant mm-hmm. into another restaurant. Mm-hmm. And order another meal. Yep, and, and eat that, eat that meal. full meal. Yep. So it's called a bang bang. That's what, yep. Now, my, oh, it was my mom that had the question. She <laughs> said, what if you don't uh-huh. go to a restaurant and you just make a meal at home, oh. eat it, and then make another meal? Somehow that doesn't feel like a bang bang to me. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I know. I mean, you're still eating two full old meals, That's right? That's true. That's true. Well, also, a key component of the bang bang is that they are completely different types of food. So, like, um, oh. so like for instance, if you ate Italian, you got to follow it up with, like, Indian. Or, like, if you ate a burger and fries, you got to follow that up with uh, Chinese food or something like or that. Or if you ate a bowl of mayonnaise, <laughs> you have to eat, Don't eat a bowl of seven pine cones. <laughs> counts so wait official verdict if you make the food at home because you can make italian and then well i feel like if it's your mom cooking i'm down yeah (laughs) yeah so is the verdict that's an official bang bang let's do it yeah let's make it official let's Let's, uh, let's click on it (laughs) cool uh well uh let's just roll right into stuff we're loving let's do it this is the stuff that we love we love this is the stuff that we love we love it so much this is the stuff Eric, I want you to go first in the stuff that we're loving because you've been you've been teasing. I've been teasing one of the stuffs you've been loving to me for like all week, <sighs> and so, I'm really eager to find out. So, listeners, <laughs> at so so Tess and I, we may have forgotten to mention on this episode, we're both two librarians. If you're a brand new listener, oh yeah, yeah, that's why we tell stories from the library. Yeah. I should have mentioned we that. could just be people that love libraries. <laughs> we could be, yeah. yeah, and we do. We are people who love libraries. We work at the library. We also happen to work at libraries, and we love the library. True. If I didn't work at the library, I would certainly be there eight hours a day, <laughs> five days a week. 
away from my family. <laughs> I do love the library. Um, so uh, we work at the library, and there is an event that we do at our library once a year called LexiCon. It is mm-hmm. our Comic-Con event that we do, free to the public, and I am one of the people that helps run it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, part of the job that I do is I try to find guests for Lexicon, some local artists or someone that can Skype in. Last year, we had Sophie Campbell, who is an artist for the Gem and the Holograms comics, and uh, she's a writer and illustrator for a comic series called Wet Moon, which is awesome, and Shadow Eyes, and she's amazing. I kind of think we're best friends. What's up, Sophie Campbell? <laughs> she is too cool to be listening to us, I think. I think she's too cool. Uh, not that you guys aren't cool, but um, anyway, I've been teasing. Test saying I have found a pretty amazing, in my opinion, guest for Lexicon. And I text you and I said, I found what I say. I found an amazing guest. Yeah, let me see. Let me go to the text. I will tell you though, and I told Tess this earlier, when I told my wife who was coming to Lexicon, this little event that I'm planning, my wife. Amanda, I love you so much if you're listening, Amanda, who is not easily impressed, said, no way, is what she said. No way, is what she said. You mostly just said, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> what else? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Read my text. What do yeah, I say? You said, uh, have I piqued your interest yet about the mystery guest? I can barely contain it if it pans out. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. And then... Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. So many oh boys. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't want to give you clues because you will figure it out. And then I, I started guessing. I Should I mention my guesses? I guess. You can mention your guesses because I will tell you your guesses are not correct. Oh, all I will my con- guesses I will confirm right. that your guesses I are guess, not correct. I guessed Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. And you, and so that's not right. Who I you also, probably know him from the show Chuck. Yes. And he's going to be uh, Shazam in uh, yeah. this year's movie. And he was also in the second Thor movie playing yeah. one of Thor's friends. Also, he was the voice of Flinnegan Ryder. Finnegan Ryder. Yes, he yeah. was. Flynn Ryder. Flynn that's Ryder, right. Flynn Ryder right. in uh, the show Tangled. So, not him. No. Uh, and then I guess. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, man. Not him. Not him. Oh, I guess Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, not him. No. I also guess Gal Gadot. (laughs) Yeah. I guess she's kind of busy. Yeah. Doing Wonder Woman stuff right now. you said... All I'll say is I'm personally more excited about this potential guest than all of the people you've mentioned. I know. Oh, boy. Okay, so for stuff that we're loving, obviously one of my stuffs is this guest, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm so sorry to do this to you, Tess. Shut the front door. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to do this. Uh, I'll save it for my second stuff that I'm loving. My first stuff that I'm loving, there's a little... uh, How much do you know about... (laughs) Look at you! Look at you! Oh, it's okay. Don't be deflated. Pump yourself back up, girl. Okay, fine. Pump, pump, pump. Now, I gotta give give you a little bit of a warning. This stuff that I'm loving does involve video games. Okay. A little bit. (laughs) That's fine. No, I'm pumped up. I'm excited to hear about video games. Tell me all about it. Okay. I'm sitting upright in my seat. My eyes are wide open. They're shockingly wide right now. They're not glazed over at all. For the listeners, her eyes are wide like a cartoon (laughs) character. Her mouth is wide open, freakishly. Open wider than a snake's mouth. <laughs> Her arms are elongating. She's tall. She's 
Have you always been eight foot tall? This is so stupid. I'm actually okay. like the librarian from Night Vale. I know, I know. Well, I think I was just channeling Night Vale. Um, okay, so there's a podcast out there that I used to love uh, several years ago called The Legacy Music Hour. And it's uh, by two dudes named Rob and Brett. And it's basically a... And I'm not super into music-y type stuff. Okay. But it's a music podcast that explores video game music um, from the 8-bit and 16-bit era. So that's okay. like uh, Nintendo... Like yeah, but like better than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> if you guys enjoy uh, video game music or even like music that that sounds like that, it's it's actually I would say when it's just the music and you're not like playing the game, it's actually pretty sophisticated considering it's just like several like different voice channels they've got. Um, but what's so cool? The reason I put this on my apps, my stuff that I'm loving, is I used to listen to this back in the day. And then I thought it went away. I thought the, you know, the life, podcast went away. life happens, right? Like, I, I don't know if you've ever listened to a podcast and you're like, that was great. And then it just like disappears. Right. And then you go. You haven't heard. They haven't put out a new episode Did Did while. life happen? Yeah. Did making a podcast stop being fun? Is it hard work? Yeah. What happened? Did they just get really busy? Did they die? Oh. Oh. I mean, right? Yikes. Here's the deal. Let me put it this way. Not to get real morbid, but I mean, uh, well, our patron's philosopher, Alan Watts, would say the most natural thing you can do is die. Right. Right? So it's not morbid at all. Not at all. You just, he would say it's the off switch to the on switch that is life, but that's okay. But it is unexpected to hear that someone has died. Well, what I was going to say is, let's say someone died. Who, like what family member is going to say, well, let me go ahead and contact, let me put a post on their podcast website to say why no, no one's, one's gonna, gonna no one it would that. just happen yeah. right Wait. anyway they didn't die they're That's back oh good not well <laughs> they used to be weekly and then i think life happened one of them became a barber and opened up a barber shop oh which you you might get this pun maybe not so the nintendo in japan is called the famicom uh-huh. for family computer have you okay. heard of this before no so when the N- nintendo nintendo entertainment system was released it was called the famicom his barber shop is called famicuts Oh. And he has, like, some arcade games in there, too. <laughs> anyway, they just turned to a monthly format. Um, but it's a thing, it's a stuff that I'm loving because uh, it's phenomenal. The guys are really funny. The music is really good, even though it probably just sounds like beeps and whistles to a lot of people. It's great, and it's nice to know that a thing that I did love, that I thought was done forever, yeah. came back. But now it's just once a month. That's cool. You know, Rob, I think it's Rob F. Switch and Brett. Brett. Some Brett. Not your Brett. No. Not Jill's Brett. Nope. Neither Not, of those Bretts. What's another Brett? Uh, Not. I don't know. <laughs> That's a stuff that I'm loving. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Heart. Thank you. Brett the Hitman. I, I was thinking to myself, there's got to be at least one more Brett that exists in this world. <laughs> um. What's a stuff? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I completely forgot. Yeah? Uh, Legacy Music Hour is a stuff that I'm loving. Oh. I completely forgot the thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a podcast that I really like called What Say You? And it's actually, it's uh, uh, Q and Sal from the Impractical Jokers. They do a podcast together. Well, they did it weekly for a really long time. And then it was one of those, like, did it die? Is it gone? Like, are you guys just not doing it? Which would be really easy to believe that they got too busy to do it. Yeah. And then they came back. But they only put out two episodes, and now they're gone again. I don't know what happened. They had <laughs> the the Tenderloins, which is their their comedic group. Oh, with, they did a podcast. They too. did one, and then it just ended yeah, too. And I think it's their ba- they get big. Yeah. And once you kind of get paid for your comedy, I think you stop wanting to do it for free. Oh, that 
makes sense. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. We'll probably... Let me ask you this, Tess. We can ask this on... <laughs> we probably never do the pay route, right? Probably not. No. I, you listen to podcasts where they do Patreon type stuff? Where, yes. And they... Like, if you pay, you get extra content? Yeah. Guys... Because we're saying this now, like, yeah. episode 50. We're going to be like, donate to our Patreon <laughs> for can you bonus content. Donate! <laughs> Guys, if you want to know what I think about Jurassic World The Fallen Kingdom, you got to sign in for our Patreon account. That's $5. Five dollars. Five, five, five dollars. <laughs> no, we're know? probably not. We're gonna never going to do that. I don't think so. Because <laughs> here's the deal. We ju- we're just honored you guys are here listening to us. But, I mean, geez. Um, are we going to say pay us $5 to listen to us? <laughs> That's I don't crazy, think we're, right? Please, episode 50, we completely change. <laughs> we completely like, change. Big time. And someone's going to leave like a, a comment on our page and be like, they totally sold out after episode 50. <laughs> used to be about stuff they love. Now, all they love is the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the stuff that you're loving, Tess? <laughs> uh, one of the stuffs I've been loving this Fortnite is, uh, you mentioned uh, mentioned a Brett, uh, Jill's Brett. So many brats. I know. Well, Jill is a mutual friend of ours who we've spoke about on the podcast before. What's up, Jill? What's up, Miss Jill? She probably is listening. She is listening, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hope you're enjoying that drive. Oh, that's right, because she's probably in the car right now. Yeah, yeah, look out. There's probably kids on the road. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Miss Jill is getting married to a man named Brett. And, um, oh, snaps. Yeah, for getting married. That's super exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And um, she had a bridal shower, and I was invited to her bridal shower, which was very exciting. And so I went to her bridal shower, and it was really fun. And I got to meet a lot of Jill's other friends and family. And um, there were a couple other people from the library there. And it was interesting because they made us little name tags, so we'd all know who everyone was. Oh, that's cool. And how they were related to Jill. Um, so some of them said, like, I'm Jill's hairstylist, and I'm like, I'm Jill's sister, I'm Jill's cousin, and, um, and mine said, uh, library squad on it. That's cool. <laughs> so all the people who knew her from the library were part of the library squad. So that was cool. So, um, and it was a tea party, mm. and so I drank lots of tea. I had, like... We're a, drinking tea right now. We are drinking tea, because, actually, one of the favors... I, at the bridal shower, you I guess you traditionally give all of the attendees a, a favor, and the favor was this cool little bag of teas to take home, tea bags, and we are each drinking a tea from the My Favor I'm drinking bag. like Mellow something tea? Mellow Mood, what, I think it was. What tea did you go with? I went with the Mango Passion Fruit, and I also used one of these fancy honeys that's in there. You know, while stick. we're talking about teas, uh, I should tell, like, if Capital Teas, if you guys are listening... <laughs> We still love we you. We still love you. We just, <laughs> lately we, I mean, I still drink apple teas. Just now that we record at Tessa's house, it's hard to get the tea here. Yeah. I would have to bring teas and cozies, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, um, and the little steeper things. Isn't that a cozy? Is that a cozy? I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm a terrible tea drinker. <laughs> I don't, capital teas, let us know. What are they? <laughs> How like, should we drink your tea? Capital tea will come back to be like, well, yeah, we have the sterling silver. There's <laughs> 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 a link to purchase yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, cap- capital teas, we love you, but boy, boy, you could drop some dough in there. So, yeah, you so could. I'm saying. We love you, capital What are the things? That, so I've never been to a bridal shower before. Um, Is it typically just women? 
I don't yes. know. Okay. It's women, so don't feel bad that you didn't get oh, it. Oh, I, I was probably too busy. <laughs> I, you know, I was busy combing my hair or it's something. Tra- <laughs> traditionally a, a female-only event. Traditionally, okay. and um, this one was a female-only event, and so it was a, it was high tea. So we had little sandwiches, and we had tea. I drank a lot of tea. Um, so it was, my, it was high tea. Yes. So my, there was a little something extra in your No, tea. there wasn't Not that kind extra. of high tea. Not that kind okay. of high tea. Yeah. My neurologist, this is, uh, he uh, asked that I only drink one caffeinated beverage a day. So I'm drinking decaf tea. Oh. Um, and I drank decaf tea at the tea party. The only decaf tea available was chamomile. So I had like four cups of chamomile tea. That was like so much chamomile. Chamomile is like my favorite kind of tea oh, though. Is it's it? like so mellow, man. I don't think I'd ever had chamomile. Certainly never that much chamomile. It's it was just, an interesting experience. It's just kind of like lightly flavored water essentially. It was good. Yeah. It was good. And I had a lot of fun. And there's typically, I just, <laughs> Jill. I hope she doesn't get embarrassed. I'm going to tell the story from her from her um, from Ooh. her bridal shower. Uh, well, she did. They did this one part. It was really cute where you had to tell a story about Jill and you had to shorten it to a sentence, and then Jill had to guess. That's like, a great idea. Yeah. So um, you know, so they would say something like, "My my story was the the sentence was best travel coordinator ever." And then Jill had to guess. And she knew right away it was me. Because one time, Jill and I went out to um, San Francisco for a conference. And there was like a six-hour window before the conference began where Jill had planned a world a whirlwind sightseeing extravaganza for us. And like we were on a trolley. We were eating ice cream. We saw sea lions. We were taking pictures. This sounds amazing. We had sourdough. We were, went to a museum. It was it was uh, it was amazing, and I had to really thank Miss Joe for that because I am not real super savvy with the planning of things. I probably would Neither have gone I. straight to the hotel and had dinner at the hotel and just waited for the conference. I would have been like, "Are there any movies playing?" I would. You know? I probably would have like read a book or something. And meanwhile, I had this really cool San Francisco experience. I feel like I I like saw the city of San Francisco because of Miss Joe, and so that's the story did I you, told about. Did you guys see the Bushman? In San Francisco? Do you no, know what I'm talking about? I don't about? know what so, that is. I don't know if the Bushman is still a thing or not. Uh, I So, me and Amanda, Amanda and I visited my dad who lives in San Francisco. This mm-hmm. is years ago. This is probably like 12 or 13 years ago. And there's a man down by, what is it, like Fisherman's Wharf? Okay. That he hides in a bush. Like, oh. he's dressed like a we bush. We did not see Like, he walks person. around with branches taped to his body and his arms and he hides and then he jumps out and scares people. And then he puts his hand out for a tip. And then you tip him. For scaring you? I don't, well, it was really kind of weird. That is weird. We did pay him, though. Mostly because we didn't we didn't know if he lived in that bush or not. Like, if it was uh, an extra yeah. thing, you know? Uh-huh. So, But apparently he became like a thing. Because when we went down there, everyone was like, have you seen the Bushman? Bushman's <laughs> the, I heard the Bushman's out today. And we were like... Okay, and he still snuck up on us, even though we had a feeling he was <laughs> out and about. You're so, to look out for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so he had that activity. Yeah. So that was one activity, and then here's the sort of embarrassing activity. But it was so sweet, oh, and that. it made me laugh, and it's made me laugh all week every time I thought of it, and that's why it's the stuff I've been loving. Um, so uh, 
it's traditional to give the bride presents at a bridal shower. Oh. And while Jill was opening up her presents, another friend of hers was writing down the things that she said as she opened her presents, which I thought was kind of weird. But then at the end of her opening her presents, they said, Jill, here are all the things you said while you were opening your presents. Maybe this is a preview for your honeymoon. And oh. it was like things like... Ooh, this is so soft. Oh, that's What's clever. What's in here? Oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> these, like, that's amazing. Like someone had given her this. It was it was a colander, but it had eyeballs on it. And so one of the things was, ooh, it has eyeballs. <laughs> and so it was so cute and funny. And I just, I've been laughing about I've it all I've never week. heard of that. That's a great idea. <laughs> it was such a smart like clever idea i like it when things are taken out of context and you're like uh-oh <laughs> well. the, um uh, have you been to a bridal shower before um because i i went to, i'm not very familiar with them. i went to a bridal shower but uh, to be honest it wasn't a great experience, and I think I kind of blocked it out. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad this you enjoyed one, Jill, so you could one, keep however, it in This one, however, was really fun, and I'm really glad that I went. I actually I woke up that morning, and I had a migraine, and I was like, oh. But I went anyways, and I'm really glad I went because it was really fun. and um, Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Excellent. Yeah, and Jill's bridal shower is the stuff I'm loving. Excellent. That sounds great, right? <laughs> now, do you want to do your second stuff that you're loving? Oh, man. You are drawing this out. The secret guest. Do your se- Actually, I say we break code- protocol and you do your second thing. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That- I'm so excited about this guest. All right. I'm one of those right. delayed gratification type guys. The longer you're going to wait, <laughs> the better it's going to feel, you know? Okay, that's fine. All right, so the second stuff I've been loving is a podcast. Ooh. I talked about a podcast. Yes, and I want to talk about a podcast. I mean, imagine that, that we On like a podcast. podcast. Yeah, imagine we like podcasts and we a podcast do a exists? podcast. This probably exists where it's a podcast just discussing different podcasts. There's got to be, right? I guarantee like it. podcast advisory. If it doesn't, someone make it. And it's it's a podcast. Yeah, like reader's advisory. It's podcast advisory. <laughs> Listener's advisory. Oh, man. If that exists, we need to tell them to mention us. That's a great idea. Yeah. What podcast are you loving? <laughs> it's called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. And um, are you giving me your rapt attention? Yeah, this is, this is me giving you my rapt attention. <laughs> my arms are elongating. <laughs> um, so I mentioned my migraines. Um, when I get really bad ones, I kind of can't do anything mm. but sit in a dark room and wait for it to go away. Um, but I can listen quietly to a podcast. I can't listen to an audiobook because sometimes the pain will make me like zone out and then I'll get lost and then I won't know what's going on. But with a podcast, I can usually jump right in back into it and it's okay. Um, so, uh, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is a podcast where, um, there are two people who are, um, they're kind of spiritual advisors or chaplains. Um, they're like students, philosophers. Um, these two people, Vanessa and Casper. Okay. And they do this podcast. They, they both really love the Harry Potter series. 
And they had this idea of what if we treated the things that we love as sacred? So not just like, you know, um, things that you typically think of as sacred, like Bibles or Mm -hmm. the Quran or, you know, any sort of... The original Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what if we treated anything that we love as sacred? Like, Interesting idea. If you love baseball, why don't you treat that as sacred? And why don't you treat like the time that you spend thinking about that thing as a sacred practice? And, and really give it, like, uh, a lot more respect. And and so they uh, started reading the Harry Potter, like, uh, as a sacred text. Okay. And um, so what they do is they read um, – every episode is a chapter of the series. And they read the chapter, uh, like, uh, um, uh, under a theme. And then they discuss that theme within the chapter, which is something a lot of, like, sermons do if you go to, like, a, a church or a synagogue or something I like don't, that. I don't, so that's news to me. Yeah. And um, and then they usually do some kind of spiritual practice where they do kind of more, like, a deep reading of the text. And and then they do this thing where I think it's really cute. They offer a blessing to someone in the chapter. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, it's really sweet. And it is. It's super sweet. And even if you're not, like, a religious person... And I'm not a super religious person. Um, I think that you can appreciate it just as, as like just for what it is. Like uh, it's it's basically it's just a a podcast about the Harry Potter books, um, and it's it's I don't know, it's really good, and I find it like very relaxing. And it sounds real chill, actually. Yeah, just, it like, is. Two people loving Harry Potter. It's super chill, and they love each other too. Like Casper and Vanessa, are, you can tell that they're really good friends, and they're just like really sweet to each other. Like you know, one of them will make a point, and the other one will be like, "Oh, Vanessa, I'm so glad that you said that." And then the other one will make it, and she's like, "Casper, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I was thinking the same thing." And it's like it's really cool to hear like two people like. I don't know, just Being best get along. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Being best friends. Yeah. That's great. And so uh, if you like listening to our podcast where it's two best friends two talking best about friends. stuff they love, I feel like Harry Potter and the Sacred Text would be right up your alley. Although you do kind of have to also enjoy the Harry Potter books. Oh, good and, point. Yeah, and um, I've been, like, rereading them along with the podcast, so, Sweet. like, I'll read a chapter. Well, especially if it's just one chapter at a time. Yeah, I'll read bad. a yeah. chapter and then, like, listen to the episode, and um, it's just been uh, kind of, like, a nice, relaxing thing. What are they up to now? Which book? Um, I think they're up to, I'm only listening to book three, but I think they're up to book four now. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, so Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is one of the stuffs I've been loving this fortnight. How do you feel about that? Does that Sounds work? Great. I think it works pretty well. Okay, so Lexicon guest. Here it so is. So I do have to tell you, this started <laughs> this started as a email conversation. Okay. Right? So I this person actually, when I asked them if they can come to Lexicon uh, for a Skype interview, uh-huh. uh, they said uh, this year doesn't work. But maybe next year. Okay. And to which I came back to them and I said, hey, guess what? I just picked the day out because I'm the guy that yeah. is in charge of you Lexicon. the day for next year. I picked out the date for Lexicon 2019. So okay. if you're listening to this in the far future, right now is the year 2018. Right. Right? Uh, Lexicon 2018 is going to be in September of this year. And I just picked the date for this mysterious guest for 
2019. Ah, okay. so this is going to be a guest for next year. Yes, yes. I wanted it this year, but that's okay. I am over the moon that he okay. agreed okay. to do a Skype interview for us. So in 2019. In 2019. Have they signed like a They haven't. A I should yeah, I, you should send a contract. I should probably do a thing. This yeah. is a thing. I th- I, th- I have a good feeling about this, though. Okay. Uh, are you familiar? <laughs> you got any more tea, Tess? You got any more tea for me? Yeah. Are you familiar? Are you? I'm just stalling. Are you familiar with the Magician's Book series? Yes, I am. What if I told you that Mr. Lev Grossman oh, will be Skyping in with us? M-G. What? That's awesome. I know, right? This guy. So he's, so cool. I know, the guy, I just emailed him. You just emailed him. I just Grossman. emailed him. Well, I emailed him and I told him like how much his books meant to me. That's so You know? Cool. And then I said, by the way, <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. you know? And, um, by the way. By the way. <laughs> can, you, can you come to my comic Can you come can to my, Skype with can, you, can please, you come sir? To my I can Skype with you, Mr. Grossman. And oh he came God. back and he was, he was super nice. He was like, I, you know, can't put in words how much that meant. Because I was saying, oh. I won't say exactly what I said, but I said some personal stuff because his books mean a lot to me. Wow. And he was like, this year, he's working on a new book, I think. <gasps> well, not in The Magicians, but, but something. I, he's working. Well, I don't. Okay. I, Nothing's confirmed. <laughs> he's working on a project, and he says he can't put anything new on his plate for the rest of the year gotcha. until he's he finishes it. He says, "But maybe if it's an annual thing, uh, you might be able to persuade me." Right? The next day, I was like, "Well, let me just pick a date for 2019 right now and get Do back it. with him." Yeah. And I said, "If you're being serious, uh, this is the day for 2019." And he came back and goes, "I'm totally serious." Wow, so, that's Lev so cool, Grossman. That's so Le- cool. So. Lev Grossman is the uh, the author of for the Magician series, the Magicians, the Magician King, and the Magician's Land, Land. and uh, which is uh, the books that inspired the TV show, the Magicians, the Magicians on Sci Fi, Sci Fi Channel. So cool! I know, right? Oh my gosh, that's Lev really Grossman, exciting. right? Wow, I um, want to help you come up with questions to ask him. We sh- I was thinking that we should both interview him. I would love we that. We should interview him. Because I told you to read The Magician. You're the, are you the one who told me to read them? You are? Well, no, I started watching the show, and then you, I only got a few episodes. Was I like, you? did you read the books or yeah, something? Yeah, well, like I, think, I think I wanted to read the books, and then you were reading the books, so then that gave me extra boost, but man, oh, right? Oh, so Guys. good. Those books are so good. Love Grossman. I would. Is it fair to say that? So and if, my friend Rachel told me to read them. If if I, well, I haven't told anyone yet except for you. I saved it for the cast and and our listeners now. And the listeners now, you guys know the scoop. And Amanda. And Amanda. <laughs> and, and Freya. And Freya was in the room. And I probably mentioned it to Jill too. But other than that, <laughs> can you imagine? That's so cool. On the poster, right? Yeah. We gotta say like Lev you Grossman, know, author of the magicians. Author of the magicians. That's so showing cool. up. Very cool. good looking bald guy, just like me. Is he gonna show up or is he gonna Skype in? He's gonna Skype in. Okay, that's well, still cool. Sh- he'll show up digitally. Yes. He'll his essence. His essence will be, be there. there. Can you imagine? What do you think he's going to do? He's He's good. probably going to wear one of those, like, what are those man scarves called? 
scarf? Are they just called scarves? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the loose kind of, like, they almost look like, because he wears them in all his jacket covers. His oh, jacket yeah, covers. he does. The, the author pictures. I think it's, like, a cool, like, author scarf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched some, so I've never actually, this is through Man's email. <laughs> well, I don't know what they're called. They almost look like, they almost look like you would, like, pull them up over your face if there's sand blowing on you. Yeah. But let's be honest, you're, like, going to a meeting or something, you know, but people still wear them. And um, I was watching some videos of him today, uh, uh, like doing interviews, yeah, and he doesn't sound the way I thought he would sound. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to. Ment- I got a, I got a year and a half to mentally prepare for this. That's right. You should mentally prepare. Otherwise, you're just gonna be like fangirling. Can like, you imagine? Well, that's another reason. So that, so that we need to make sure that we're like free to interview him. Like, yeah, we're not busy doing other things. That's right. Can you so imagine? For 2019, Lev Grossman. Let's put it on Lev the calendar. Grossman. That's awesome. Is a stuff you're loving. Is a stuff that I'm loving. Thank you. I got a little emotional there. Oh, Um, hashtag Roman crying. Those books mean so much to me. You know what I mean? (sighs) I would say that if if like our cast of like same team yellowness is like inspired by the works of Alan Watts, I would say they're greatly inspired by Lev Grossman too. Look at you looking at me. I mean, really. I hope he's not listening. You'll be like, I gotta get out. How am I gonna get out of this? <laughs> I swear to God. No, he already knows because you Ms. emailed Mr. Them. Grossman, I'm you not gonna. Open your heart I to am him. not gonna murder suicide you, I promise, Mr. <laughs> no, Grossman. No, you won't. Tess, do you have any tales from the library? Library! from the library tales from the library read some books read some books we also have online resources so exciting though oh my goodness that is so exciting i cannot believe it and this guy emailed and you know what's so weird so i've sent some emails out to people and i'm like i don't think they're gonna get back to me no right, right. and you send it out and then you almost forget you even sent the email yeah, out, you, you know do. And um, I sent it on for some, this is going to sound so dumb, because if someone else said it, I would think it's so dumb. For some reason, I sent it and I thought for sure I would get an answer back. It's so really? stupid. So stupid. I did story time yesterday. I did story time. And I was like, let me check my email, like between story times, because I bet I got one from him. Got one from did. him. It's wow. so weird, you know? That's so cool that he's like personally answering. He was real cool. Well, fan mail. Yeah. It, not only is he personally answering fan mail, I sent the email. The next day I got an answer. Wow. And then I responded back saying, if you're serious, and then I got an answer. And then today I sent an email saying, okay, well, I guess I'll email you in a year. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'll email you around this time next year just to confirm and get details down and all that stuff. And I'll see you then. And he emailed me back within the hour. Maybe he's working. Maybe he's doing that thing where he's writing his book yeah. and the email is up. Probably. He should probably close that email. He should close it. Yeah. So he yeah. Can work and then he got side. back to me right away. So it sounds like a plan. Man. And he's like legit famous. He is legit. Like you know, famous. a lot of people are reading those books because the because t- the TV shows generated a lot of interest. I don't think he's involved with like the actual. You know, sometimes I don't it, think he is. Either. I don't think you know sometimes like the creator like J.K. Yeah. Rowling was involved with Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beast, I yeah. don't think he is. I think they basically like he sold it. Essentially. Yeah, I think so too. And he's not involved with it. I you think know? he likes it though. I've, I've read some interviews where they yeah. ask him like, well, "They've changed everything about your story. How do you feel?" And he's like, "I think it's cool." Well, they make it another timeline they like do. they make it yeah. work you know yeah they um, did make it work this guy 
We're Can you imagine? So episode whatever this is when he doesn't show up. <laughs> that, that's when our podcast immediately ends and everyone goes, what happened to Eric? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, for real though, Tails. Do you tails. Have, what's your tail? Um, I, um, okay, so I got a short tail. Um, I had a couple coming up to the desk, uh, the circulation desk, and they're ready to check out some books. Okay. They had a pile of books. It was a, a man and a woman. And um, the husband says, "Hey, look at that book." He says it to his. He says it to his <laughs> wife. Hey, look at that book. And she's like, "Okay, I'm looking at it." She's holding her baby. He's like, "Did you see it?" And I'm checking the books out. And she goes, "Yeah, I see it." He goes, "No, that book right there. What's that book called?" And she looks at it. She's got her baby in her hand, so she's distracted. She looks at. It, she goes, "It says uh, seven effective habits for a successful marriage." And he goes, "Yep, you better read it." <gasps> I know, right? And I'm standing there going, and then they walk away, Tess. Oh. I know. I bet you didn't think that conversation would go that way, right? No. So what do you think happened? Oh. I don't know. I know. I think he needs to read it. Thank you. (laughs) I don't, I think it was, I actually think it was a joke, but it got like deadly serious. I hope it was a joke. Up in the hizzy. But that is... It was Cerizzi. Yeah. <laughs> a short but not so sweet tale from the library. You know, I, I kind of... <laughs> you know, a lot of our tales from the library are kind of like heartwarming stories of how we help people. But I feel like every now and then it's okay to throw in like the awkward stories. Because oh, we, we, do, we do so much yeah. work at the library. We meet so many people. Not every interaction you have with people is like 100% positive. Yeah. And my my tale from the library is awkward as well. And I think it's interesting. Are we that on the same wavelength today? I think, I think so. I also picked an awkward tale. Okay, so this is my tale. Now, I there was a, a woman at the library. Let's call her Susan. All right? Hey, Susan. I don't, know, I don't know what her name is. Just for the sake of... You know I have history with. I know. Did we talk about this? Yeah. (laughs) The Susan. Sort of why I chose the name. Um, So, so, um, uh, just for the sake of simplicity, I don't actually know what this woman's name is, but for the sake of telling the story, this female customer comes up to the desk. Her name is Susan, let's say. And she says... um, you know, I'm having an issue. I need help with my resume. And I said, oh, I'm very happy to help you with your resume. What kind of help do you need? Do Perfect you need, customer Do you service. need help with, like, uh, do you need help coming up with a template? Um, do, you, do you have one that you need to, like, transfer over to, like, an electronic copy? Do you need to attach it to an email? What do you need help with? And she's like, well, really, I just need feedback on whether this is a good resume mm. or not. And I was like, ooh, that's not really a service we provide. Yeah. We provide a lot of services at the library. I gave some examples of some just then. But one of the services that we never provide at the library is opinions of any sort. Well, because at kind the end of. of the day, we are links in the chain towards the information, but we are not the experts exactly. of that information. Exactly. We you don't... do not want me to critique your resume. I'm right. sorry. We don't give... Uh, we will uh, print you out tax forms. We will find out what tax form you need to do this, that, or the other thing. We will not give you any sort of tax advice. 
you know, the same thing with like any medical, any legal forms, like, but we're not going to give you advice. Even like if you ask us for something to read, we'll give you suggestions of things you might like to read. But again, we don't give opinions. This isn't a good book. This is just a book that a lot of people have enjoyed. This sounds like a book that you might like. Based this on what book, you told me. This yeah. book has won a lot of awards. This book has gotten good reviews. This book has a dragon on the cover. <laughs> this book is this many pages. Exactly. This book is a book. So we just, we we deal with uh, facts at the library, not opinions. So I cannot give this woman feedback on whether or not her resume was good. But... We happen to have uh, a partnership with our uh, an organization called Job Source, and they park a van in our parking lot. I think it's pronounced Job Source. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's like a huge like RV. Yeah, and it pulls up. <laughs> There's like loud music playing. It's super exciting. They have one of those big. Uh, what am I doing? What's that? What? <laughs> You're like being one of those person at a car lot. Yeah, with the big fan that blows the arms around. Now but, we're both. Yeah. This is great podcasting. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> so they have this bus that arrives at our parking lot, and they they just park there like once a month, I think it is. At each branch, yeah. And it just happened to be that that day they were parked in our lot, and I said, you know what? I cannot give you feedback on your yeah. resume. However, the job source bus is parked in our lot right now, and I could walk you out there and introduce you to the folks on the bus, and they will probably give you feedback yeah. because they are experts on resumes. They are the legit. I mean, look, it's on their bus. It says so. <laughs> the source of jobs. The so- this is- you ever wonder where jobs came from? <laughs> they come from this bus. And she was overjoyed. She was so happy. I Okay, I gotta stop you. I'm so nervous because this sounds like a great story. It, does. it sounds like a heartwarming tale. It was a tale. great story. It sounds- and actually, it's bonus material to the story as by I the was way this bonus around. material is just for our patreon subscribers <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking there's no patreon account this is exclusive bonus material bonus to the story as i was walking her out with her resume she says to me are you the manager here and i said no i am not the manager here and she was like she's like oh i just get kind of like a leadership vibe Ooh. from you and i was like oh that's a nice compliment to that receive nice. from this person and then she went along her way. I didn't see her for the rest of the day. End of the story. End of the story. Super heartwarming. Great heartwarming story. Totally heartwarming. Okay, but here's where it gets a little awkward. Want to talk about some Freya watches? <laughs> Can I tell you where it gets a little awkward, though? Okay. All right, so the next day I'm she's nervous. in again. Next day she's in again. Maybe it's just me who thinks this is awkward. Maybe. <laughs> The next day, Susan's in again. She's sitting on a computer, and she sees one of our co-workers, our friend Brian, okay? Oh, Brian is the best. Brian is the best. Brian is a very colorful individual, and yeah. I don't think that he would be, like, surprised to hear him described in He's that He's a man way. with his own style. He is. And He's style a very is him. colorful individual, and he attracts attention because of his uniqueness, and... This woman, Susan, kept looking over at Brian. She was on the computer and she kept nervous. looking at him. I liked the first half of this story. I know. Tess, the first half was great. I know. Wait. And so then she approaches the desk and she says to Brian, um, I keep looking over at you. I feel that God is calling me to look at you and to pray for your soul. Hmm. Hmm. And so I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying for you. 
And then she went and she sat down on her computer. And that's awkward. I know. I don't know how to take it. Well, there's a couple things. Wait, first of all, how did Brian take it? What did Brian do? Brian, I think Brian was sort of confused because he didn't know if she meant it in a nice way or if she meant it in a, like, you're clearly a sinner and so I must pray for your, like, forgiveness. Well, if God talked to her. Do you think God was talking to you? Or do you think he just had a floral print shirt on that day and that's why she kept looking at him? God, I bet Brian looked great in that floral <laughs> print shirt. He did look great yeah, in that. I bet he rocked it. I don't know. Okay, first of all, you had a couple questions. One, is it awkward? Uh, yeah. It's a little awkward, I it's think. It's awkward yeah. when you announce you're going to pray but for then, someone. I don't think it's awkward to pray for someone. I think that's a nice thing that you can do for someone. Sure. If you're the type of person who prays and you want to pray for me or Eric or anybody that you want to pray for, I think that's a very nice gesture. But, like, when you announce it, I think it makes it kind of awkward. Well, Amanda and I and Freya aren't religious at all, but we've had family members and stuff. <laughs> you don't know if Freya is very religious. <laughs> I don't know. Is. I mean, one day she might grow up to be, but right now she isn't. <laughs> right now she, she just worships the great... She's very serious about milk. <laughs> she, she worships the great... Um, what's her favorite toy right now? Um, Paddington. She's really into Paddington oh, right Paddington now. Paddington is awesome. She likes, him, uh, she likes him a lot, actually. But um, I don't know. That is a little awkward. But you know what? That, I thought that story was going to go much worse. So, <laughs> Unlike my story, who knows what happened on that who couple? Who knows what happened? You yeah. know, I think we are in sync because we both had kind of like cringy tales yes. from the library. <laughs> we both recommended podcasts and we both, for stuff we were loving, we're talking about hanging with our best friends. That's true. You and Miss Jill and me and... Me and Lev. <laughs> you and Lev Grossman, your new BFF. <laughs> I, sincere, there's no way he listens to this. If he does, I'm worried. Did you tell him about the podcast? Well, yeah. <laughs> I did mention it. I mentioned it because I said I said that I've we've mentioned it on our old podcast, Pop Goes the Library, mm-hmm. and I said we've mentioned it again on our new podcast, Same Team, y'all. Yes. To get the word out about his books, you know? Remember at one point we were considering doing just an entire podcast about the magician? I think we still can. I think we could I think too. we still can. I think we Maybe could. Maybe when we're finished with Twin Peaks. I just finished rewatching the trilogy and oh my goodness. Rereading the trilogy. Yeah, rereading I should say. Yeah, rereading it and oh my goodness. So yesterday when I said, did you watch Twin Peaks last night? And you said, <laughs> and you said yeah, I'm going to watch it because the magicians can wait because you were watching the magicians. That was a clue. That was a clue. See, well, I, didn't even I was being it. like the Riddler. I was leaving <laughs> clues for you because everyone knows I'm still watching Fuller House. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, hey, Eric. Yes. Do you have a... I do. My baby girl is now giving out kisses. She's giving out kisses. Now, does she know how to kiss? Because I remember my nephew, when he was about Freya's age, knew that a kiss involved putting his face close to your face, but that was kind of as far as he knew. And, like, it was just kind of this, like, I think she's got it. So sometimes I'll say, uh, can you give Daddy a kiss? And she'll just lean her head, like her forehead in my direction. (laughs) So I can, like, kiss her forehead, her cheek, and I'm like, oh, that's, that kind of counts. Close enough. But sometimes she'll, she'll take her little lips and go, mwah, like Aww. that. Mwah. And then sometimes she will do, like, the, for the listeners, there's a wide open mouth. Mwah. 
<laughs> Sometimes that happens too. But yeah, she's giving smooches. And she's funny too, because if Amanda and I are holding her, like Amanda's holding her and I'm like nearby, and I give Freya a smooch and Amanda gives Freya a smooch, and then I smooch Amanda. And then Amanda smooches me. She jumps in. She oh. tries to intercept the smooches uh, uh, uh. with her own like smoochingness, like Mwah, in there. Um, Dude, like a whole family smooch it's going on. A smooch fest. <laughs> You're swimming in smooches. I, I, <laughs> I was swimming in smooches. That would be a good title for this episode. Swimming in smooches. I was thinking. Well, I was thinking something like mystery guests because we hyped up. Oh yeah. The whole time. Or even I think too. I said a book is a book at one time. I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good quote too. I usually, <laughs> I usually just try to grab a thing. Um, speaking of book, a new sign, Freya. Book. Oh. Freya's been signing books. Does book, Freya book. like books? She loves books. She loves. Awesome. And I think a lot of parents say that about their kids. But she no, really not does. All ki- not no, all parents they don't. Do that. Yeah. I do baby story time. And a lot of parents report to me that their kids do not like to be read to. Oh, really? Yeah. So. I guess every kid's different. Yeah. Freya, loves, she loves being read to. And she loves grabbing books and you know, going through them on her own. Mm-hmm. You know, like she likes exploring I the books. Often, this is between you and me. And I, the listeners. And the listeners. Hi, guys. Um, between hey, welcome. us. welcome. Welcome to the secret corner. Between all of us squirrel yeah. friends. Sometimes, hey, keep it a secret. Sometimes I think when parents say, I don't think my kid likes to be read to, I think it really means I don't like to read to my kid. Yeah. Like, I think some, pe- some people don't like books, and that's okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, And so I think it's kind of hard for them. They know, like, I should oh. probably be reading to my child, but I don't really particularly as enjoy you, reading. Yeah, well, as you or know. they might have, like, a prejudice against reading, like reading is for nerds or something like that. As you know, um, famed musician Kanye West has once <laughs> proclaimed... That he is a proud. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you starting a no, beef with no, Kanye? No, I'm not again? starting up a no, beef. Okay, the whole right, point of this cast right. is to not have beef. That's true. But Kanye West has gone on record to say that he's a proud non-reader, yeah. and I imagine he, I imagine he doesn't read to his kids. Does Kanye have kids? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe their nanny reads to them. Maybe. They probably have help. I don't know. The um um, I think it's. We read to kids for a living, but yes. I think for some, reading to a child, even if it's your own, doesn't feel natural. Yes, like that's it's not true. the same as I think. I think some because you know how it's less about reading each word perfectly yes. and more about the experience. And now yes. I, I've actually only just recently, to be honest, have I gotten into a really good groove with Freya because um, well, I used to, I read to her all the time, but now reading and really emphasizing the signs for each of the animals because mm-hmm. I used to have her like on my lap or facing. Now I always have her facing so I can have the book and still sign bird oh, cool. or book. And you know, now that she's signing back, it's like super exciting. But yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, all that to say is okay. Maybe not every parent says that about their kids, but Freya. She loves the books, That's man. That's great. It's really good. We love reading together. And we always read three books before bedtime. And I'll take them. We sit on the couch and I put them in this kind of corner, like between me and the couch. And I'll take them out. We'll read it. And I go, okay, we just read. We read one book. And I put the book behind this pillow. And when we're done, Freya will dig in this corner looking uh, for more books. I'm like, no, I'm like, all done. No more books. All done. We're done. Uh. You know? And she does all done, too. So she'll open the book. And then, did I mention this on the last cast? And she'll close the book and just go, all done. Uh, all done. And then she'll open. I'm not, guys, I'm signing for all done. And she'll open the book and she'll just close it and be like, all done. All done. So. Yeah. Well, a lot of times with those parents, too, that don't, that maybe are having trouble reading their kid, I do try to emphasize to them, like, you don't have to read the whole book. Yeah. Like, if you're just getting, like, 15 minutes 
a day yeah. and it doesn't have to be consecutive. It could be like throughout the entire yeah. day of just time with a book. Like that is very well, that's that's good for your kid too. Like I it doesn't think, necessarily have to be like reading word for word the whole I think story. sometimes like you'll be reading to your kid and then your kid will wander off or play with a toy. That's fine. That's don't fine. don't get discouraged. Yeah. If you want, you can keep reading. They're in hearing range. They can hear. They know you're reading it. Or you put it down and pick something else. Or sometimes I do if Freya's playing with something else. Now, when we're doing bedtime, she's into those books because we have it a uh, – it's our set routine. It's like your routine. But sometimes I'll be reading to her and she'll be like, oh, I found a school bus or something. <laughs> and I just keep reading. I just follow her around. Like I'm in the area and she'll be just like um, – she'll be playing and look over. She's paying attention yeah. still. I just know? imagine Freya as like the Hulk and she found like an actual school bus. Like why? <laughs> Freya is so funny. I came home. So you know how I went home today before I came over to record to pick up my laptop and Freya was like just in her diaper – like on the bed, like grabbing the bedpost and Amanda was there with her and she turned around and saw me. And so the thing is, she got real excited. And the thing is, when she was little, <laughs> she, the babies are so little, they don't, if I left the room, they have no clue. Right. You know what I mean? And I know some people be like, they know. No, no Freya they- had no clue. <laughs> she didn't even know what shape I was. You know, she was so little. Yeah. But now she knows that she got all, she went, ah, and then fell over oh. and started rolling around and started laughing. And it was like so great. You uh, know? Grown man crying. This concludes... <laughs> Tess. Yes. <laughs> do you have a life lesson for me? I do. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Today's life lesson is actually... <laughs> Sounds so official, sound. I love it. Today's okay. life lesson is from a drag queen. Okay. Okay. As most life lessons are, ultimately. <laughs> if you chase The all, best ones. The best ones are. <laughs> so, um, are you, you're familiar with the television show RuPaul's Drag Race? I am. I've watched some of the episodes. I like um, it. I am a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. And then they also do RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, where RuPaul brings back some of the queens who've been on former seasons who did not win their season but deserve another chance at the crown. And so she brings them back That's for, a the, great idea. for an all-star season where they get another chance to win. And um, right now I'm experiencing a bit of an embarrassment of riches and drag queens because RuPaul did a season of all-stars immediately followed by a season of Drag Race. Oh, my goodness. I know. So I've just been swimming in drag queens, and it's been making me really happy. <laughs> That's like when Matrix Reloaded came out. <laughs> and then Matrix Revelations was only, like, six months later. It's exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but something controversial happened. Uh-oh. Imagine that. Uh-oh. Imagine that. Something controversial happened. In the world. In the world of drag queens. Um. And what happened was, what had happened was... There it is. I was waiting for um, it. One of the queens in the All-Star season, um, Benda La Creme, who was, was doing very, very well in the All-Star season, winning lots of challenges, um, decided now in the All-Star season, if you win the challenge for the week, 
you have to choose a queen to go home, which is a lot they of pressure. They make you choose? Yeah. Oh, no. It's a lot of but pressure. But they do say it's not RuPaul's best friend race. That's right. That is true. That's what they say. That's the quote. Um. So uh, it's a lot of pressure on a person. And Ben de la Creme had been winning challenges week after week, doing very, very well on the show, thinking de la probably going to win. Um, and then time comes, uh, this particular episode for Dela to kick off a queen, and Dela reveals kicking myself off. Don't want to be on the show anymore. Whoa! I'm not going to kick off. Can you do off. that? What did the judges say? The judges said, "Well, as it is written, so it will be done." They said, "As it is written, yes, queen." <laughs> <laughs> sashay away. Sashay away. And um, Shantae, you stay. No, sashay away. Oh, just period. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Shantae, you stay is for when you stay, and then they why told they, her to go. Why do they choose themselves to go off the race? So that's off what the- everyone wanted to know. Everyone was like, why did you do this? You were probably going to win. The prize is $100,000. So in addition to... buy a lot of Chipotle burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the exact math, but enough huge, to keep me happy for a couple days a at least. concern to most drag queens. <laughs> How many burritos can I buy with this? <laughs> um, it's a big cash prize. In addition to like the honor of being, you know, the winner, you, that's a huge cash prize. Like, how can you walk away from that? And some people thought, well, maybe it's the pressure of kicking off queens sure. every week. Maybe it's, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe she thought she wasn't going to win, and so she just decided to kick herself well, off. It's got to be or, stressful, too. Maybe she just wanted to get off the right. Maybe she missed someone at home. So, Ben de la Creme finally broke the silence Ooh. and posted what some would call a rant, uh, but it was an explanation on Facebook of why they did what they did. A rant is just a passionate <laughs> explanation. That's all it is. I found it very interesting, the explanation, because one of the reasons they, the main reason they said they did it is to show you that you don't have to play by anybody else's rules. The Ooh. rules of the game were you have to kick somebody off. And and she was like, I'm not going to play by your rules. I kick myself off. I'm, I choose not to play. Because the the to to Bendela Creme, the exciting thing about drag is the artistry and the performance part of it. And the part that is kind of glorified for the TV show is the drama and the shade and the and like they're probably like they're emphasizing the you know and when they edit the TV show, yeah. of course they throw all those they throw all the feuds in there and they you know and they don't show as much anymore the makeup and the dresses and set and up the, the rivalries and yeah stuff like exactly and the comedy and the lip syncs and everything like that and they're kind of doing more of this like. And so Ben de la Creme was saying, like, you know, if you don't want that, you don't have to, you don't have to have that. You, That's if, awesome. You know, he's like, I don't believe that all of you are watching this show because you want to see us fight. I believe that a lot of you are watching this show because you respect drag as an art form and you want to see... You want to see amazing costumes. Exactly. Amazing makeup. You want to see us in and, our dresses. And, and amazing dance parties. performances. You want to see... And, and so... And so you posted all this, but also talking in there about kindness and how it's 
it's not kind to to throw a bunch of shade and to to spill all the tea all the time and and you know she's not that kind of queen and she wrote this no one is born kind it takes work that work requires thought intention and sometimes it means not indulging in everything you feel anyone who does that work will sometimes fail because failure always goes hand in hand with trying my anger stems from the throngs of people unwilling to do the work being kind when you feel inclined to be kind is not a measure of your kindness. Being kind when you are actually sad or angry or frustrated or resentful or just don't know what to do, that is being kind. Some of you embrace your id as if spouting every thought that goes through your mind is equivalent to being genuine. It is not dishonest to strive to be better than you are. And I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I loved that. And I, I love so much about it, but I love that that idea that the measure of your kindness is not when you choose to be kind. Because I think it's actually easy to be kind when you want to be. Sure. Like random acts of kindness, yeah. you know, those are easy because you pick when you want to do them. But like when... Oh, I already did five today, so I'm good. <laughs> exactly. You know? yeah, well, yeah. I don't have to be kind for the rest of the yeah. week. Stop talking to me. Exactly. I already did my five. Get out of here. Exactly. But kindness in the face of, of, you know, like when someone is frustrating you and you stop and decide to be kind to that person yes. instead of reacting in a frustrated manner to them um that's really the measure of kindness or and i love this when you just don't know what to do and you're still kind because i feel like that happens to me a lot like sometimes someone will be be behaving in a way that i'm like what is going on i don't know how to react to you right now and i will usually say something to that person like you know what i really appreciate you or you know what i love you you know, and it may seem like it just comes out of nowhere, but I, I, I think like it's just me trying to be kind in that moment of like, I don't really know what to say in this situation, yeah. but I do want you to know that I care about you. And, um, and I love that. And also I love that, that idea of like, some people think like they have to say everything that's on their mind. They have to spill that tea. They have to throw that shade. Yeah. You don't have to. You could keep it to yourself if you wanted to. And it's not stifling your true self and being inauthentic. It's being kind. You don't have to say every mean thing that comes to your mind. You can save some of that for for the inner monologue. I think I see sometimes people saying or... Or reading on the internet, someone would be like, well, someone had to say it. No. No one did, you know? No one had to say that mean thing that you just said. Saying that someone had to say it and you're, like, the hero for saying the mean thing, (laughs) what you think is funny, is not very nice at all. Right. You know? That's the opposite. Um, I've been watching a lot of Word Party, which is a children's show on Netflix. (laughs) Okay. And have we talked about Word Party before? I think we have, It's part of Freya's bedtime routine. We watch an episode of Word Party. They're like 12 minutes, and then we read three books, and, you know. And there's an elephant on the show called Bailey. He's my favorite. And Bailey always stops the fights, and he goes, let's not fight. He goes, it's not nice to fight, is what he says. And then he, he likes his favorite activity is sitting under a tree and looking at the clouds. He has a whole song about it. He's amazing. But all that to say is that, I mean, really, take a moment. I think it all comes down to... Because here's the deal. At the end of the day, you can say whatever you want, right? Like, someone will be like, well, how dare you tell me I can't spout whatever's in my head? Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want, but maybe take 
a second and just consider what are and we've said this before in the cast what are you putting out in this world you know what are you producing mm-hmm. are you producing something good are you producing something bad that's making people feel bad probably making you feel good does that make you mm-hmm. the hero you know yeah. well someone had to say it no 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 is it really necessary is it really necessary to, mm-hmm. to say the the mean thing you just yeah. did yeah there's a um I follow a Facebook group uh, about I, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a DC superhero okay. Facebook group, and um, they are always posting things about the movies. And there's a guy, um, and I don't know his whole story. And I mentioned on the last guy, so I'm not really on Facebook that much. But Amanda let me know about him, and I don't know. I I just see him on Facebook, but he I think he's like um, special needs. Okay, and he posts his drawings of superhero characters, oh, cool. and they look great. I mean. I'm going to be honest, they're not artwork, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, they look great. He, put, he drew better than I could, and he, he did a great job, and people are often on there, including me, because Amanda told me about him, like, you should really say some nice things about his pictures, you know? Because <laughs> he'll post, he posts a lot, like, yeah. you know, at least once a day, like, here's Superman, here's Wonder Woman, here's this, Superman and Batman, like, shaking hands, stuff like that. And, like, uh, she was like, you should say some nice things. So I was like, yeah, that looks great. And there's always a guy on there who always uh. says something, one out of ten, one out of ten. I was like, why, why would you... <laughs> We've talked about this on the cast. You'll never know what's going on in a person's head. Yeah. He probably did it in an impulse, not even considering someone else's opinions or feelings. And maybe it made him feel better to tell this guy that it's one out of ten. Not that let's let's say he wasn't special needs, he was just a regular he was just a guy that uh just drew pictures. You probably shouldn't be mean already. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's still just like Dude, you know, right. dude. <laughs> and I did was that necessary? Dude, and I have to be honest, I was this I did do a thing where I hovered over the message uh. and I was going to be like, you may not know this, just a heads up. That's not probably the best thing. That, and I was like, it's not going to solve anything. You know what I mean? He can keep doing. And, and the, the nice, the man who's been posting pictures, I don't remember his name. He just like ignores it. You know, yeah. he doesn't respond. And whenever someone says great picture on Superman, that looks great. You know, or, or like something like, I can tell you really love these heroes. He's usually like, thanks man. You know, I really put a lot of, you know, or he'll write something like, oh yeah, I went with this color red for the cape or, you know, whatever. And, but he'll just ignore the other guy. And maybe yeah. that's, maybe he's that's got good. it figured out more than I do. But, um, yeah, great life lesson. Yeah, best. that's our life lesson from Bendela Cool. Yeah, I was going to snap and I was like, I snapped earlier, but we can snap some more. Snaps for Ben. Um, would you care to join me for a positivity party? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I do care to join you. Oh, welcome to the positivity party. Oh my goodness. We're drinking tea. It's so charming in here. We were drinking tea, weren't we? What voices are we doing right now? I don't understand. Do your Australian voice. Oh, uh, good day, mate. Oh, I don't think I've got a voice, unfortunately. Um, okay. Those voices are not necessary. Guys, it's okay. Guys, welcome to the positivity party. This is how we like to end every single one of our episodes. It is a chance for us to think about uh, something that we are thankful for, as well as spend time thinking about something that we like about ourselves. What's something you're thankful for, Miss Tess? <laughs> you know, um... You know, thinking of things that you're grateful for, I think for you and me, kind of comes easy because we, I don't know, I don't know, we're like just super grateful people where we, tr- yeah. we work really hard at we trying also, to look for things to be grateful for. I think that's an important part of life. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I wanted 
say for folks who might be listening, for whom it might be hard for them to think of things to be grateful for, it's okay for you to think. I know every every episode we say for you to say something you're grateful for. Yeah. It's okay to say the same thing more than once. That's you, exactly right. You could be grateful for that thing for another reason. And I was going to demonstrate that by saying I was thankful for Brett in my last episode. Ah, okay. I'm also thankful for him in this episode. Specifically, I was, I'm was i thankful for him when I have my migraines. Brett is really, like, cool and understanding about them. And, like, he's very, like, nice about offering to help, like, if, if I need him to make me dinner or, like, run out and get my prescription from the from the pharmacy or something like that. So he's really um, helpful uh, in addition to being just like a really super great husband and great at all kinds of other things. I'm thankful for him this week because he's super helpful. Excellent. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. What are you grateful for? This well, for my me? thankfulness, we really are in sync, has to do with your husband too. Oh, what? I'm thankful <laughs> for this Giant Wonder Woman Easter basket that I'm looking at over here. Yeah, Brett got. <laughs> I guess after Easter, all the Easter baskets go on sale, and Brett saw this one. It's all Wonder Woman. It's stuff. Wonder Woman themed. I'm looking at Wonder Woman jump rope. I'm looking at a Wonder Woman yo-yo. There's Wonder Woman bubble fluid. I think there's a Wonder Woman. I don't know what that is. A tennis racket or something? <laughs> There's Wonder Woman headband. Oh my God. There's a Wonder Woman water bottle. There are Skittles, fruit snacks, and I don't know what this is. Wonder Woman something. I'm gonna, I'll take a picture of it and tweet it out for our, uh, <laughs> for our listeners so they can see it. Brent saw it and he thought it would make you smile, so he wanted it, you to it have it. It did. It did. <laughs> I, I'm smiling right now looking at it. So I am thankful for this Wonder Woman uh, Easter basket. <laughs> you listening to this why don't you say something that you're grateful for and remember you're allowed to reuse one if you need yeah to. you're allowed to double dip yeah it's okay Hey, Hey. Eric, what's something you like about yourself? Something I like about myself is that I'm not afraid of doing things that will probably be very hard. Very hard and possibly very painful. Mm. Do you know what I'm doing the day after tomorrow? The marathon. The marathon. I am prepared. I'm I'm in the the part of the marathon training where I'm like, did I train enough? The answer is I'm probably not as well prepared as I was when I ran my last marathon because I wasn't a dad that time and it's harder to find time to run. Um, I'm also in the part of my marathon training where I'm contemplating how much pain I will be in in two days from now. Yeah. But you know what? It's not going to be easy. But if it was easy, everyone would run marathons. And the thing that I like about myself is even though it's going to be hard, I'm still doing it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. High five for you. (laughs) Thanks. Awesome. Yes. Um, something Maybe like, I'll wear this Wonder Woman headband. I hope that you do. <laughs> Keep the sweat right out of my yeah, eyes in yeah. style. <laughs> uh, something I'm liking about myself this week is um, I'm... <laughs> this is a really weird thing, but I'm a really fast reader. Oh, no, that's awesome. I like it. It's my one like superpower is that I'm a speed reader. And I've read like a whole bunch of books this month. And um, Oh, including... Bingo Love, which I have to give you. Yeah, I got a really excellent book by T. Franklin. You know, just throwing a little book recommendation into the positivity party. Bingo Love. Um, But that was just one of the several books that I read this month because I am a really fast reader and it's something I like about myself. Very cool. So, what's something you like about yourself, listener? Say it right now. Say it. (laughs) 
I like how the second half of this positivity party always gets like a little like aggressive for some reason. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, but guys, whatever you just said, I agree. Yeah, it was awesome. Unless, like we said last week or last podcast, unless you just said something you hate about yourself. Yeah, don't. That is, that's not okay. No, don't no. be ironic during the positive. Yeah. It's a positivity party, not an irony party. <laughs> no eye rolling at the positivity party. <laughs> well, guys, you've been listening to same team, y'all. Uh, my name is Eric. My name is Tess. And this has been episode. <laughs> oh. Do you know? No. Twenty. Seven. Whoa. Episode 27. Uh, if you would like to email into us, send those prayers if you like, yeah. to uh, sameteamyall at gmail.com. And our Twitter Twitter handle <laughs> is at sameteamyall. Yeah, um, Tweet at us, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, if you enjoyed yourself today, please uh, consider giving us a rating and a review on whatever you're listening to us mm-hmm. on. As always, we prefer five stars, but rate with your heart. <laughs> if you uh, really love listening to Eric and I and want to listen to us every week, feel free to also subscribe to our spinoff podcast, Same Peaks, y'all, where Eric and I discuss the 90s television show, Twin Peaks. Yeah. it's In fact, we're about to record one right after this, aren't we? And um, we're also on Spotify. If you need some uplifting music to help you get through the day, search for Same Team Y'all on Spotify and you should find our playlist of uh, music to uh, get you going throughout the day. Positive playlist. Very cool. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. You're all special in your own special ways. Uh, Lev Grossman, uh, thank you for joining us. You're extra special. You're, 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 Lev Grossman, you're more special than all the other listeners. Oh, no. Don't, don't, don't tell them I said that. Uh, Guys, uh, remember, as always, be the change you want to see in this world. See you in a fortnight. Bye. 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 Do you have a favorite magician's character? Gun to your head. Quentin. Yeah, Quentin. I mean, gun to your head has got to be Quentin, right? Oh, my God. California raisins. Um, the, I heard it through the grapevine. Yes, yeah, I love the cool. California raisins. Okay. That's so weird when you think back, like dancing raisins. Like, why did we think that was cool? We all thought it was cool. We all. I remember all. I the- had a California raisins sleeping bag. Of course you did. That I took to sleepovers. Everyone did. I became a California raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I literally laid out in the sun, dried my body, became a raisin. <laughs> 